0: And now, here's your host,
1: Maury. Hello, everyone,
0: and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living. Worldwide, I'm Mari, and happy Tuesday. I know that we have been off the air for a few weeks. Sam got married and moved and had honeymoons. He's moving, we have honeymoons going on, and I've had to move myself, and it's it's been absolutely insane. So um, we are back tonight, and I'm excited to talk to you a lot about clearing the way for fresh starts in the new year. So, I don't know if you've kind of had it with twenty seventeen um It's actually been a, a actually really good year um, for me personally however, uh, I do know that uh it's important to get started now for the changes that we want to see happening in twenty eighteen everybody loves the the um, opportunity for a fresh start for second chances for you know, new beginnings and all that kind of thing. But what happens is we wait until January 1st. Then there's all kinds of pressure. You're exhausted after the holidays. And actually, you kind of lose a little bit of momentum being like that because there's this cliche, right? So there's a part of you that wants to go along with the cliche, and there's a part of you that wants to reject the cliche of New Year's resolutions. So what I have found, and I always, um, I always say I'll never ask you to do anything I, I haven't done myself what I've found is that the, the best time momentum for your shifts in the new year is 30 to 60 days ahead of time. Um, and, and that's when you're working with frequency first. So I'm not saying that you have to go and do um, a big, you know, start a diet or anything physical right now. But all of those things can take place much easier if you start to work the energy ahead of time. And so that's what I wanted to talk to you about today. And uh, I've also created a new course called Clearing the Way, um, I'm sorry, Creating Your Year with Advanced Alchemy. And that class is going to, I'll talk a little bit more about that later, but that uh, class will start probably the week after next, after Thanksgiving. And um, it'll it's going to be a part self-paced study and the other part We'll do some live, a live call and, and et cetera, et cetera. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about that later on in the, in the show. But I, that was channeled to me the other day because it is important to leverage energy. And when you are in the fall harvest, it actually is a very high energy time. Even though we're getting darker, we're preparing to go into the winter months, preparing to go into a dormant phase. Okay, so think about it. If you have two dormant phases in the year. The dog days of summer, so that's like the August time frame, and around the um, after the, the winter solstice, around the 21st of December, on into the winter, into the winter months, right? So, does it make sense to try to grow something? It makes sense to plant something, maybe, but not really because planting doesn't happen until the spring. So, if you're in the dormant part of the year, you know what the winter is for. The winter is so that the um, for hydration you have the snow you have inclement weather you have a deepening of the roots of the trees underground the underground growth is what's happening so you're going to a place of darkness and what happens is on these new year's resolution from an energetic perspective we get out there and we start trying to make all kinds of amazing you know big you know what is what's equivalent to an a, a april or may or even a fall harvest happen in january that's why people fall off their resolutions So wouldn't it make more sense that if you're going into a dormant phase, it's going to be more of a chop wood, carry water type of time. It's going to be more of a, just um, a little bit more of a focus time, a little bit more of a, you're a little bit more receptive when things are quiet, right? So why not use and harness the energy of these last months of the year to set forth the intentions that you desire to happen on the other side of the new year okay and think about this when you have the holiday energy it's celebratory right it's filled with gratitude it's filled with childlike wonder it's filled with the inner child energy um it's filled with compassion and i know that you know there's plenty of arguments that it's filled with stress and commercialism and all that other stuff, but I'm going about I'm going from the, the, side, the virtue side, right, and energetically what it's kind of meant to be. If you spin that in the right direction while you're doing all that shopping and stressing out and all that stuff, you can actually, if you take some time, and I'm not talking about a whole lot of time, but if you take a little time, you know, to sort of regroup and reconnect, you can be energetically strategizing your manifestation so that you're not starting from scratch in January. One of the rules of thumb is that whatever your circumstances are in your life right now, they are the culmination of the dominant frequency from the last 120, 30 to 120 days. So that means that what you're experiencing today was starting to actually configure 120 days ago, that your circumstances are just a readout of what, of what your dominant frequency has been for a while. Now, for those of you who have been in my advanced classes and who are in my mastermind groups and they're, you know, we're, we're working every week together and several times a week together for some of you, you your, your, your um, circumstance to frequency ratio is going to be much shorter because you're doing the work, right? So if you're doing this the parallel work and the dimensional manifesting work and all the, the different electromagnetic field work that we do in our advanced alchemy classes, that shrinks. So you'll get a you you become more reactive. What happens is you become um, uh, your 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 thought to your field producing that thought shrinks because you have less blocks, you have more focus, you have higher levels of intention, you're a lot living haphazardly, right? So when you're doing this work very consistently, you're, that 120 days could be three days. I know for me, I usually see about a three-day window. Sometimes I'll see something in the same day, but three days. So people say, oh, you know, when I do my manifesting work, it takes so long. Well, and then you get caught up in reading out your circumstances all the time. And then that sets you back. So just so you know, the first thing that's important to remember is that whatever you want happening in January, you need to be focusing on them. Okay? Where are we at? November 14th, December 14th. Yeah, I mean, you're already within 45 days. Okay, 45 to 60 days based on, you know, where he's going to, you know, January 15th ish, right? So, you, whatever you're doing now, and if you're stressing over, think about it, if you're stressing over, Oh, my gosh, the holidays are coming. Oh, my gosh, I have to worry about money and travel and family, and I have to go see Uncle Harry, who I don't like, and all these other things. And it's heavy, heavy stress, and you're pushing at work, and the kid's school is going crazy, and you know everything's going crazy at the end of the year, and you're not taking some time to deliberately create, to deliberately direct frequency in the direction you want it to go. You are sitting in two months of chaos. And when you hit January, and all of a sudden, everything goes. And you start looking around, it's like, whoa, now I've got credit card bills. I'm really depressed. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I'm like, I feel like a train you know, a train hit me. I'm numbed out. Oh, now I'm supposed to do, um, I'm supposed to, like, rev my engines and go on a diet or a fitness program or start some sort of big new thing. Frequency lights, it doesn't make sense. And a lot of times people feel like they hit have a very rocky road at the beginning of the new year. You hear that, oh,
1: this new Year's getting off on the wrong
0: foot. Well, guess what you were doing the last three months of the year before? Right? So um, managing your frequency, managing your energy is very, very important. And when it comes to leveraging this thrust of the new year, um, start now. It's a great time to start now so um now on another positive note though for 2018 for when you're moving into january what can you do to leverage january energy in the collective we call it the collective energy of so like the minds of all people right so when we have the turn of a new year there's a whole lot of people thinking in the same direction. There's a whole lot of people thinking in the direction of I want to turn over a new leaf. I want to start fresh with something. I want to start the. Di- I want to improve. I have. I'm making a list of all what I desire. My New Year's wishes. All of that. There's. It's top of mind for a huge cross section of society. That can work to your advantage because now you can leverage. Because there's a there's a thrust of energy in the energetic field that that's focused on change, that's focused on shifting, that's focused on second chances, that's focused on, um, you know, phoenix rising from the flame, that's focused on on creating new beginnings and fresh starts. So you can leverage, whether you know the people or not, you can leverage the collective energy that's present, and it is a time to start things. Right, but what you wanna do is put the frequency prep work up front so that perhaps by the time you get to January, instead of you just starting where you might be, you know, stressing and everybody's sort of spinning out on this shifting and all that, that you start to you're already receiving. Okay, you're already receiving by January if you're starting in November. You're already starting to see evidence of the new things that you want. Maybe it's that you don't know you're not gonna start a diet, let's say in in November or December, but you start to get research. You start to see research of of exercise programs or you start to see – you start to get recommendations or little aha moments about uh, diets that have really worked for people so that by the time – or a coupon for, you know, a food delivery service or something that says, oh, wow, you know, this is something that that I I can just land. I don't have to start from zero, you know. I already have my plan in place. And I just naturally merge into it in January. Or it could be that opportunity starts showing up. If you want a new job in the new year, now's the time to start setting up that frequency. You know, when everybody... I remember many moons ago, um, uh, a friend of mine wanted to go to law school. And I remember him saying that he was going to... He was applying to law schools as of January. And he said, you know, and it was the Christmas holidays, and he was working on his resumes, and he's working on his, you know, essays, and all this, and I remember saying to him, well, why, you know, it's the holidays, he says, yeah, well, it's, that's great, it's the best time to work on stuff now, and entrepreneurs are like this, too, you know, we work very hard over the holidays, in between the the Christmas holidays, because um, it's when other people are taking time off, so he, he felt like he was giving himself a head start. You know, so by the time January hit, when other people were just starting their resumes because now the holidays are over and they're going to start work, he already had his going into circulation. Actually worked in his in, in his favor, too, for sure. He was very successful. So, you know, what? so to um, start our, our plan, okay? So I think I've made that point. Um, the first thing, though, you want to do when uh, now, you know, you assume, okay, that sounds good, Mari, what, now what? What do I do? Well, the first thing you want to do before you start asking for stuff is to clear is to clear things out because if you start asking for stuff, universal energy is going to clear things out anyway <laughs> because that's what happens. And a lot of people get all freaked out because they say, oh, Mari started this alchemy stuff, and all of a sudden this dropped away and that dropped away, and it's like, yeah, that's what happens. When you start doing manifesting work, the stuff that's in the way of, of what you're asking for will drop away. Sometimes it's dramatic. Other times it's, you know, it's not. But what you want to do to head off at the past is to do your own clearing, is to do your own um, conscious clearing ability and letting the energy know you're willing to let go, right, that you're willing to allow to create space. And so so for 2017, um, you know, I have a zillion different types of clearings, um, but one of the things you can do is what I call a blue flame clearing. And that is where you write down everything that you want to um, let go of or shift or release. And you, you just write it down on a piece of paper. I personally like to use printer paper. It seems like paper out of a notebook doesn't burn as well. And you're to, it's a very classic clearing. You're going to take um, a pan with a layer of Epsom salt on the bottom of the pan. It doesn't have to be a thick layer, you know, a quarter of an inch. And you're gonna put some rubbing alcohol on there, and you're gonna ball write down everything you want to release, and you know, ball it up, and you put it on that that little bed of Epsom salt and alcohol, and you light it. And I do this on the stove in front in the kitchen. I I would not take it all around the house, although some, although some people like to do that. I personally like to do these things on the stove because it's used to dealing with fire, and you have the exhaust fan overhead, and you know, keeps it very contained. And you just light it. And it doesn't get too big or anything like that. Don't use too much alcohol. Don't blow yourself up. Uh, and you just say, I'm releasing this, and I'm losing this, and I'm letting it go. And I'm making space, and I'm willing to receive through that space. And you just keep saying that over again. I'm releasing this, I'm losing this, and I'm letting go. And you can come up with your own, you know, what, what makes sense for you in your own words and from your own heart. But what you really want to do is just make sure that you're Allowing you know, allowing peace to just release, um, you can also add in a few helpers like angels, and you can you know envision yourself being surrounded by clearing angels and clarity angels, where well, it to be clear angels first, and you can ask them for support in just allowing you to let go to gen- ask for gently let go. Use the word gently, trust me. Especially when you're working with fire. Because fire is very, very powerful. And, um, you know, you don't want to sort of ignorantly invoke, you know, torching your life. (laughs) So you want to say, you know, a gentle release of these things. Okay? Like, for instance, you can lose weight by doing a nice um, diet or you can lose weight by, you know, a stomach virus. <laughs> you could do that pretty fast but it's very unpleasant, right? So you want to make sure that you ask for gentle letting go. Um, same thing with like if you know there's a relationship that's been bring, you really don't want to be in this relationship anymore. You can ask for gentle and congenial releasing of this. Same thing with jobs, you know, where it's on my or you can say I release this on my terms, meaning that a job that you're gonna release on your timing, right, that you'll have you know, you want something else in its place or whatever, but just say um, on the either you can say on my terms, or better yet, say on terms that are for my highest and greatest good, okay? And the highest highest and greatest good of all concern. See, you want to when you're doing release work. This is something that most people don't teach. You want to cushion it because a lot of times people get really excited about the manifesting process and say, Oh yeah, I just want to clear, 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 and you know. Like if you're getting ready for a uh, what is it? <laughs> I, uh, it? What are they those, those tests for your intestines? Uh, and you take that stuff. Um, oh gosh, I can't remember what that thing is called. It's not a colonic. What's that thing called, Sam? That that test that they do. Um, anyway, you're gonna you're gonna take. They're gonna give you that stuff and it cleans you right out. But it's very because it's very cute. It's very fast and so you you can you want to sort of temper your clearing process a little bit. I'm not trying to make you scared. Sometimes you're just fed up and you're done. Um but I know that if if you're new to this work, uh just ask for gentle. You know, gentle releasing of things and shifts of things, okay? Um okay, so now you've done some clearing. Now, and some of the other things you can do I highly suggest that when you're going through the next couple of months, you're going to be drinking and going to parties and eating a lot of foods that you may not normally be eating. You know, a lot more carbs, a lot more sugar, and, you know, and you need to enjoy that because that's the child like wonder. You know, that's the child being nourished and, and celebrating and, and, and whatnot. Um, but you want to make sure you hydrate a lot with water because. Um, not only uh, from a physical perspective are you, you know, more, you know, using more chemicals and all that kind of thing, um, and alcohol and, you know, chemicalized food and all that, but from a frequency perspective, uh, there is a lot of churn, right? You are, your body and your frequency in particular is being bombarded with a lot more advertising, with a lot more expectation was a lot more, you know, I mean, I was on Facebook. And I don't know if you guys, um, maybe in the New Year, Sam, this is a side, we should start the chat function so I can chat with people back and forth. But anyway, I don't know if you like Hallmark channels. the Hallmark channels, I'd love to hear what you say about Hallmark. But I love to watch those Christmas movies because they're not traumatic and they all end happy and the funny really. And... Um, and I, I just love Hallmark. It's just like, oh, you know, it, like makes you feel like even if you can't. Like I've been in California, so it's kind of hard to get the Christmas feeling here because you know it's still seventy-two degrees and perfect weather in San Diego. There's no clouds, and the you know, we've got blooming flowers and everything. Um, so I watch those Hallmark movies and pretend I'm back east, you know. And uh, so, so, but when you're when you're watching, are also being bombarded with expectations of what it should be like, right? And a lot of times our families, so there are a couple of things that happen. Your family's never, ever been like that. Uh, We have broken families, right, or families where we have, you know, and divorces and different things like that, and now we all have to pretend to be a certain way, like the Hallmark movies, when we come back together um, for the holidays. Or something like, uh, i I can't really get home for both of the holiday, both to Thanksgiving and Christmas, so you kind of have to pick one so then you kind of buy yourself for one and with people for another or you're sort of making different arrangements or you're off of your old traditions a lot of times um you have nostalgia, you know you have family who've passed away that that makes you miss them you know or pets have passed away or something just doesn't feel right you know your traditions you know we kind of want our traditions. We always have a, I guess there's always a bar that we're measuring the holidays up against, right? So from a frequency perspective, there's a lot of, we talked about electromagnetic, right? So there's a lot of electricity in the energy because there's a lot of expectations. And there's ups and there's downs. Then there's also the pressure of making sure that you don't disappoint your kids. And And the financial pressure of OMG, you know, when your bills double that month. And uh, maybe you know you right before that that month that month you know you had a tank in sales and that's oh my gosh now how do I how do I do all this right so there's there can be a tremendous amount of pressure during the holidays and that sets up your January remember that 60 to 120 day rule it sets up that that new year energy um, to to be frenetic now, the other thing that we have going on for this particular holiday season is Mercury in retrograde. So, <laughs> oh, I believe it starts somewhere in the first week of December and goes through Christmas or something. I can't remember. Um we should probably google it somehow. But um there's a that there's that. <laughs> so, Um, This holiday season you probably want to make sure that you get travelers' insurance if you're traveling. You want to make sure you get extended warranties on electronics and things like that Um, because, obviously, it's hard to avoid shopping for major things when it's actually in those Christmas shopping months. But if you can buy the electronics now prior to Mercury Retrograde, let's say you wants an iPad or that crazy new iPhone or, you know, anything electronic, or you're going to buy someone a car, you're going to buy a washing machine, dryer, appliances, all that kind of thing, Um, you want to preferably get those before the retrograde. If not, if you just can't, you know, do it, don't flip your life upside down, but just make sure that if you don't normally buy those extended warranties, get them this time, you know. Um, We have a lot going on. So from a clearing perspective, you want to do this clearing, I would say um maybe once a week and or until you feel lighter so if you feel lighter and you feel good the first week then so be it if you feel kind of like okay that was kind of I don't I feel kind of numb I don't really feel anything then do it again you know What also happened and when I did did a clearing challenge with my students, and what I found is that they start out with a list. We call them misbeliefs, mistaken beliefs about self. So that means, like, you know, things you're stressed out about. And they write a list, and then they would uh, do their various clearing exercises. I had several different ones, but their various clearing, clearing exercises on that list, and then they would go back over the list, and they would cross off all the things that they had cleared on, and they, if they look back at the list and it seemed like, oh, that's kind of funny. I don't even feel anything about that anymore. That I put that on the list. I was stressed out about that. Oh, I don't feel anything. That means you cleared it out of the energy because you won't be able to relate to it anymore if it's really clear. If it's still, you look at it on a piece of paper and you still feel kind of charged up about it, you still feel a little twinge. clear on it again. Add it to the next list because um, it will... Uh, it's not fully out of your system, right? So that's a good rule of thumb, and I'll just repeat that. If you write a list, in fact, here's what you do. Write one list, so you write one list that you're going to keep and the other list that you're going to burn. And as you, you can write the list that you're going to keep so you can keep reference of what you've cleared, and you just cross off the things that you added to the burn list, okay? But you want to just check back in with yourself, and if you read back through that list that you've crossed off, and you say, okay, I know I I know I cleared that, but, I, okay, that feels so foreign to me. That just doesn't even – I can't even believe I wrote that. That doesn't make it even feel like it makes sense anymore. So then you leave it alone. It's done. Let it go. But if there's something that says, oh, eh, yeah, I still kind of feel bugged by by that. That's kind of a deeper-rooted thing. Then you want to fear for it again, okay? And you want to do that until your list um, is empty. Now, what happens is if you're really diligent about your, quote, energetic hygiene, which is what I call this, um, if you're really diligent, what happens is you'll add stuff to the list as you go. Um, You might look at the list now, work through it, you know, say, okay, November is my month to clear or, you know, whatever, November, December, however you want to do it, and, um or no, this this week in November, or these three days in November is my time to clear and to really kind of pay attention to what I want to let go. What baggage do I want to get rid of in 2018? In 2017, what do I just want to be done with? And and you do that those clearings, okay. But what's going to happen is, as you as those top things give way, they'll splinter off into the lower things. So you just throw those into the next thing, okay. Um, you just you just throw those into the next round of clearing so that you're consistent, okay? Um, taking hot salt baths and, you know, going for nature walks. You know, sometimes for some of you there's going to be snow and all that kind of stuff. So um, exercising, you now, going getting a gym membership, getting on a treadmill, moving your body moves energy, okay? Absolutely. We have a tendency to cocoon and it's cold and we don't leave, want to leave the house and all that, But just doing even good stretches in front of the TV, um, in front of the Hallmark movies, you know, sit on the mat and stretch. Uh, Movement, movement. Getting a massage helps tremendously in clearing. Remember, your body is a psychic antenna. Okay, so it collects psychic information from your own mental mind, but also from the psyche of others, from the aura field of others that you come in contact with. So. Um, and a lot of times what we do is we push our emotions down into our bodies in some way, shape, or form. So we get start to get stiff and we start to get heavy and start to feel like our body weight is just too much, even if you're not overweight. And um, so getting body work done can be very, very helpful. Um, I had been training really hard and um, working out really hard, and then I had a big move and lifting a lot of boxes and, you know, packing and, you know, breaking nails left and right, which drives me crazy. And um, I was just in knots. I hadn't had a massage in months and months and months. And I just, I finally just cried, uncle. And by the time I got to my massage therapist, I had like 30% of my range of motion. And and um, and every, and I just was expecting pain. I noticed that I was expecting to stand up from a chair and feel like I was in pain. And I don't, I'm very healthy. Yeah. I got some energy for a massage and I feel like I'm walking on clouds because I've been doing all this clearing work and but I wasn't clearing my body so that's the whole point of this little long winded thing is if you're going to do this work with the fire and the flame and all this on the list you want to make sure also that you're clearing your body give your body some relief as well now it could be you know energy work of some sort um massage is great because, you know, there's different body parts that lodge more, like your upper back. Often it's anger, your lower back is feeling, you know, lack of support, your mid back it's is similar, uh glutes, thigh muscle, all that. Your your mobility, your hip flexors, everything is that's about moving forward, your joints, your knees, your ankles, what's all about moving forward or not? Um, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Getting massage is great. Um Hot salt, bath, hot salt baths help to internally detoxify so your organs, our solar plexus takes a big hit. Let's say you have a lot of heavy stuff going on at work or some jealousy things around you or whatever, that can, um, you know, lodge in the solar plexus area and create uh, havoc. You, you filter a lot through the solar plexus and a lot of intention leaving you going out into the energetic field goes through there as well and your heart chakra and if those two your heart chakra and your solar plexus in particular are gunked up, you can send out a lot of mixed messages into your field um, and you can have a lot of push-me-pull-you energy coming back at you. You can have a lot of, yes, I love you, but I don't know if I like you, or yes, I like you, but I don't know if I love you, You know all that confusion kind of stuff. Um, If you map back to your own energy, a lot of times you're feeling gunked up in your heart chakra and in your solar plexus. Um, if your intuition is feeling like it's off or not being able to be operationalized, it can mean that um, energy travels from the crown chakra at the top of your head, then through the third eye, and then to the throat, then down to the heart, solar plexus, and and so on, down to the lower three chakras, lower two chakras, and um, the sacral and the base. If you have a block in your heart chakra, the energy does come in from the crown. You get your your intuitive hits, but they're not translating down into your will center. So they get they get trapped in the upper chakras, okay. And you don't. And then you start to feel void. You start to then money falls off. Relationships go haywire. Your libido goes down. All that because you're not getting that flow of energy all the way through. That's one of the reasons why it's important to clear your energy centers to clear your chakras. Okay. Your 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 chakras can't gather light and energy from your arc field if it's depleted. And so, you know, because they get light and energy from a variety of different ways, not just your thoughts, but also, you know, your field of energy around your body as well. It's way bigger than the radio show. But just know you want to kind of just be aware of this, right? So as you're doing these clearings, with the intention of lightening your load so that you can start your manifesting work ahead of time of the new year, you want to just be aware, kind of be a little, have your antenna a little bit more open, and you can even like keep a list, you know, keep a little notebook in your purse or whatever, or you know, nearby. And as you come up with ideas, just keep a think, list of things I want to clear, and then make a little bit of a ceremony around it. You know, maybe on Thursday nights you do your clearings, or you know, you'll you figure it out, or at you know. 9 o'clock each night I I take some time to do some clearing. It is good if you're going to work with angels or any kind of heavenly helpers that you pick a specific time that's consistent. So um, I do my meditation work and I tell my advanced students to do their meditation work in the morning between 4 and 7 is good. I know it sounds crazy but it is good. One reason to do meditation work and you know manifestation work even clearing work is that the veils are very very thin at that time energetically and it's easier to get intuitive information from a hormonal perspective though um, your melatonin is super high at that time and that also um, is very conducive to getting into the alpha state and sort of in that sleeping waking state, and you haven't made it back into high beta consciousness of the middle of the day that you normally would have. And so it's much easier to be receptive. It's much easier to send energy. It's much easier to get insights um, or at least prepare your psychic antenna to receive insights and downloads throughout the day. So that's a good time for programming for or clearing or you know, any kind of energetic spiritual work. It's also a great time for writing, for channeling, and and what have you, okay? So keep that in mind. Now, once you've done this clearing, uh, you want to start to prime the pump for, uh, you know, for manifestation, for mani- for the things that you want to, you know, receive and maybe create or allow in 2018 or in whatever year, if you're listening to this podcast after 2017, 2018, um, you want to be able to do that. So there's a lot of different things we can do. I won't get into all of them now. But one of the things I I really suggest is to really think about leveraging the energy I was talking about a little bit earlier of the holidays to support you. And not go against you, right, so you're going to write down what, the list of what you desire, and um, <clears throat> excuse me, and you know you can close your eyes and see you know energy swirling around you. Um, I like to do that one um. Where you can just close your eyes, and it's almost like you have sparkly energy, and it's swirling around clockwise. And whenever you want to acquire something, you're gonna. It's you want to take your energy in a clockwise fashion. Whenever you're doing a clearing, you want to see your energy going in a counterclockwise fashion. It just counterclockwise is releasing, clockwise is acquiring. So, and um, one of the things you can do is to pick your your desires, and also pick some sort of emotion around those desires because the emotion is really what drives the manifestation you think about it if you are going to do this manifestation list and you're going to start to get aggravated or frustrated or your dominant energy during this holiday time is of aggravation frustration stress obligation guilt exhaustion and all of that you will be flavoring your frequency with that which means that the manifestations are going to slow way down, okay? And a lot of people think that if they bargain, because they're used to treating God and energy and all that like it's apparent, and if they bargain, they feel like, you know, or if they start to justify, I've suffered all year, you can't do this to me, I've suffered, I've suffered, I've suffered, and I've done this, and I've done that, and I've done this in the past, and I've done that in the past, and so I get this stuff, and I'm miserable. And, you know, your your frequency when you're in that bargaining stage and when you're in that justification stage is so low. And there's nothing out there that's going to go around your dominant desire of being in low frequency because that's what you're pulsing out. And say, oh, you know, she's really stressed out, she's mad, she's this, she's that. Let's go around that and give this to her so we can prove to her that it exists. That's just not how it works. It's not a parental thing. You know, they're not going to give you the cookie because you tantrum for it. Yeah, It really is more of a science. It really is, you know, whatever your dominant focus is, that's what you're going to get, right? So when you're thinking about that manifestation list, when you're thinking, writing the list of the desires that you have for new year, you want to, if anything, see them kind of in um, in your mind's eye. You could, you know, close your eyes and project them up on a screen or something in your, in your mind's eye and see energy swirling around and flavor that energy, right? And the things that are great to flavor that energy, um, there's lots of different things you can do, but because we're talking about a holiday-themed thing, you might want a childlike wonder, one of the best manifestation energies in the world. And guess what? Maybe you do it on a day. You do your manifesting and then you sit down with your kids and you watch, you know, those Christmas animation movies like Rudolph and, uh, what is it, coming uh, to. I love all those things. Every year I watch all those movies. I don't care if my niece and nephew are with me or not. I love all those movies. Miracle on 30th, your favorite stuff, right? Um, you... you, you Find those inspirational movies. Hallmark Channel is, it can be your best friend when it comes to manifesting and putting, uh, giving yourself a shot of that holiday magic that really does exist underneath all the commercialism and everything. Um, ride on that attention for your manifesting list, okay? The other thing that you can do is tie you know, sending a donation to whatever your spiritual educator leader is if it's your pastor your rabbi um you know minister or whatever wherever you get that spiritual really really i i know that i've gotten in jams in the in my past and i would you know um send money to you know whatever church or whatever uh teacher i was working with at that time or whatever and i I tell you every time or you could even, like I know around um, San Diego, there's you know, been some homeless people that I've helped out and stuff, and it's amazing. I didn't do it because I was going to get anything it. I did it because I was genuinely um, interested in helping them. But it was amazing how other things opened up when you act as an instrument of peace for spirit. It's, it's, it's amazing. So taking that gratitude energy, taking that, um, I, I guess that's more con- compassion, the compassion Aspect of that holiday energy and spinning that into your desires, and really sort of, or you know, sort of um, sending energy of compassion to people uh, will help raise the frequency because that's what we're trying to do, right? If, you're, if your focus is on, um, you know, you take some, some time to deliberately focus on the frequencies of compassion, of gratitude. Um, of childlike wonder, it just flavors your overall frequency to be magnetic to happier things coming your way, right? If you are miserable, complaining, being political at work, having little fights and spats all over the place, one upping people all the time, if you're competitive, comparing, competing, you know, um, kind of on your regular tear, and then. You get quiet, and the things you want aren't showing up. The reason why is because you are spinning a really low frequency for the majority of your waking time, and then you're expecting high frequency results from a dominant low frequency, you know, set of operations. See now is is really good. It's a good thing to do because. These frequencies are kind of easily, much more easily accessed during the holidays. The compassion, the gratitude, the childlike wonder—you know—it's um, it, it's easier to access during the holidays than it is any other time of the year because your group consciousness is that's where their dominant focus is, right? It just it, it just is. Now, um, I remember one year when I was working in corporate, we went to the post office and got letters to Santa because they collect them and they have like, you know, just bags and bags and bags. And um, we got, you know, I don't know, 40 of them. And we literally bought the stuff on the list and we took it to the kids' homes. And I remember going to these apartments in Manhattan and and just, you know, with stuff. And the parents and the kids were just, gobsmacked <laughs> when they open the door and the tears and the gratitude and the i mean this was a really long time ago and i can still feel like i'm getting I'm feeling the, in my heart chakra right now i'm feeling that i can feel my solar plexus and that type of thing um you talk about boosting manifesting energy again i'm not saying to do it as a cause and effect what i'm saying is that the higher you can keep your frequency during this time it's actually very accessible to, to to get high frequency during this time. Okay, there's lots and lots of opportunity, obviously. You can customize to your own. When you're doing this with consciousness and you're saying, okay, you know what? I am going to manage my frequency. I'm going to clear. I'm going to make a choice to observe childlike wonder, gratitude, compassion, warmth, love, family, whatever those things are, um, forgiveness. Uh you know treating myself to something you know self nurturing during this time it'll ease the pressure tremendously, and when you hit the new year, you'll hit it with a boost of energy and lightness that is you know a wonderful field for to fruition in the flesh without you having to start exhausted, resentful, despondent, (laughs) broke, whatever those things are that a lot of times we end up with in in the new year. All right. So um, I have a class I'm going to be teaching called Create Your Year with Advanced Alchemy. So if you've liked what you've heard so far, there's a bunch more stuff that I'll be teaching in this class all on this topic. And um, it's going to be pre recorded. So I'm going to do three classes pre recorded because I know the holidays, it's hard for people to get on a call and sit and listen. Um, it'll be uh, three hour or 45 minute probably recordings. And we'll go over clearing, we'll go over, you know, in great detail, we'll go over, um, you know, setting your frequencies, the manifesting energy, and some really specific exercises and what to do. And then we'll do a one live call, so it'll be one live call, and it'll be you'll be able to ask your questions and answers. Um, and we're going to have an, an an actual guided activation. I call them guided activations, where I'm going to channel a whole um, guided activation meditation to support you in bringing in those those new things that you desire in 2018. And we'll do that uh, call in December. So there'll be one live call. Um, you'll get the, uh, the 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 three uh, pre-recorded calls. You'll get those um, in a package. You know, I've decided if we're going to do it one a week or if we're going to do it all at the same time. Depends on how much gets channeled um, over this next couple of days. But the registration will open up probably tomorrow. You'll see an email, and um, and if you're really you know into the alchemy work, it's a great way to start. Um, it'll be. Um, still working on the pricing but it's not it, it's not high priced at all um it's very reasonable and um it's certainly something that gives a little you know a little boost you know during this this time of year so i i'm really excited about it um again it was something that was channeled to me to do so i just follow <laughs> as i to follow and uh and i think it'll be really powerful and it'll set everybody up for a nice start too a nice fresh start um to the new year. Also, if you are interested, I have a kind of a—it's kind of—I call it my secret classes because these are my super advanced classes that I don't um, widely advertise. I have a new course, and it's a mastermind. It's six group classes and six private coaching sessions, and it's all on enlightened entrepreneurship, on um, building a strategy if you have a business already, or if you've been, you feel like an ache to start something that is um, consciousness based, or spirituality based, or just a really good idea, um, and you want to incorporate manifesting energy and get some real um, marketing uh, support as well, uh, this would be the place for you. So it's um, marketing and manifesting business mastermind for enlightened entrepreneurs and. Advanced light workers, and um, so if you're interested in that, I can. I'm not going to go into a lot of detail on it now. I have two spots left. I just did a big um, registration with people who are already in my other programs, but I have two spots left, so I'm looking to fill those. And uh, just send me an email at support at aha moments Support at aha moments with an s i n c. dot com, and um, we can send you the uh, the information on that and see if it's it's a right a good fit. And we also in January will be starting our frequency first mastermind for 2018 as well. And that's all on the, you know, parallel realities and alchemy and advanced alchemy and all that. So that's not a business centric focus. It's more of an alchemy centric focus. And that's going to be three private sessions and six group calls. So I'm going to be very, very busy, but that's also one that um, I have a couple of more spots. in. so if you're interested in either, the Alchemy Mastermind or the Business Mastermind, send us an email at support at Aha Moments Okay? And you'll get the email about the Create Your Year. Um, class that's going to start shortly. All right. So I think we have a question or two. So I'm going to go ahead and um, take a call. Hopefully you're still there. And Sam, hopefully you are or I can just I can click, I guess, myself on the board. Yep, there you are. Okay. So we have Julie Julia. In Florida. Are you still there, Julia?
1: Yep. Yep. Still here.
0: Hi. Okay, great. Wow. Thanks for uh waiting on the line so long, how huh? <laughs> <What's your question? laughs>
1: it's fine. Well, um I was I've been doing a lot of clearing and healing, um, you know, working mm-hmm. on my own and also with with healers. And so Mm -hmm. I basically just wanted to maybe see if you could do a quick tune in and see if there's anything that you perceive that I need to focus on or um, I'd really like to, you know, shift, do some internal shifting. Like they say, you can't make a change in the same mind because you do what you do and you get what you get. So I guess, you know, I'd like to make some internal shifts so that I can kind of, shift my perspective about myself and my life and really heal at a deep level so you know I want to move forward like you know how they say when you're comfortable in your own skin I'd like to move forward mm-hmm. being comfortable in my own skin Mhm. So, mm-hmm.
0: Uh, that's understandable uh, the first thing that comes up for me is just you're clear you're good and and a lot of the, you know most people don't say that most people say okay there's more to be done there's oh you, know, you need to know now you just need to go through every past life I don't I'm not a big believer in that one of the things that I had talked to you in one of my advanced um, coaching sessions and I use this for myself as well uh, one of the best ways to springboard yourself forward which I think I think you you've done your due diligence you know I'm getting very clearly that you you've really focused and done. The bulk of the clearing work. Anything else would be exponential. It's just, you know, it's it's kind of like feel good. Now it's time to walk into the unknown. And I think that it's very easy to feel like, oh, maybe there's something else to clear because when you look into the unknown, it's it's nebulous, it's amb- ambiguous. So it's like, okay, before I go into that spot, which can cause anxiety. I'm not saying you have it, but it can. Um, we have a tendency to get go back. To I need to clear something else. It I felt very strongly to me um, that you're you're pretty good in the clearing area, but the allowance area is more of the focus now. It's like, how do I let myself receive, you know, and, and be yeah. open and willing, and, and sort of put, you know, you're like, you constantly think, well, I have to be more worthy by clearing more stuff, and you're good. You have, like, empty pots ready to receive, but you're, like, there's a showing me clearly a screen over the pot you're not letting it all in You no Oh, i think oh. that must be clear something out. it must be to clear something else and they're saying you're good with the clearing we give you permission to just let the stuff in open the door for the amazon guy and collect your boxes you know you know <laughs> so kind uh, <try> <laughs> of <love> get that. <laughs> out of the way open the door yeah it's like you keep ordering it's like you keep ordering but when the ups knocks on the door you don't open the door you know, wow. so the box is stack and stack and stack and stack and stack. And then it's like, okay, she's not opening the door, but she keeps ordering stuff. So I guess we'll put it here on the sidewalk, <laughs> you know. you wow. can't get it in. She keeps talking about she has to clear something. Really, all you need to do is clear the front lawn, and you do that by receiving the stuff from the house, you know. So okay. it, kind of go on, on that form of study is how to, the more of the
1: manifesting
0: work, more of the allowance work. I think the clearing okay. you're actually pretty good with.
1: All right. So, how? Tell me, like in practical terms, how do I allow? I know that sounds silly because oh, well, you can just do it. So obviously, I don't know how to just do it because
0: otherwise, I would be doing it.
1: I, I so I, you, know,
0: you know it's a radio show and it's like I have like four seconds left. But oh, I'm sorry, I okay. I, I can't get into like a full full thing. Um, okay. But what I will say is change your focus to gratitude right say be willing mm-hmm. to write the list of what you desire and be willing to feel that sense of gratitude around thank you so i'm so grateful to have this xyz i'm so grateful to have to spend some time imagining the emotional feeling of re- of having it as opposed to clear you don't let yourself spend enough emotional time on that having the stuff you and the time on the, I must clear and be in this state of perfection in order for me to be able to someday get this stuff, but then you never get on to the getting this stuff. So awesome. I would say, you know, write that list and sort of goes into the emotion of what it feels like to have it. And that deep gratitude, um, it, it will, will help a lot. And you, like I said, you have the holiday energy to support you. Take my
1: class, you'll learn a lot more. Awesome. Thank All you right, so thank you. much. I appreciate it. You're thank so you. Welcome.
0: You're so welcome, Julia. Yeah. Take care. Have a great night. Thanks for calling in. All right. So, um I think we're good for tonight. <laughs> we don't have any more I don't think we have any more questions. Nope. Um, so we will see you next week. and in the meantime, if you would like to participate in any of these classes, please send us an email at support at ahamomentsinc.com I would love to talk with you more about them and see if you're a good fit for those, those advanced classes and keep an eye on your inbox for the creating your year with advanced alchemy information that should be in there hopefully by tomorrow All right. so this will end with my motto which is you truly can have exactly what you want you absolutely deserve it too and in this new energy with a little care and focus anything is possible take care everybody have a great night